Hey, welcome to the Upside Down Podcast. This is Ash. This is Tori. And as of our recording today, there are two days, strangers, until season two starts. So we are going to be reviewing episode eight of Stranger Things, which is chapter eight. The Upside Down Okay. <laughs> also known as Steve's Redemption. Just kidding. I just made that up right now. Yeah, this I know that this episode is going to be all Steve all the time for Tori. <sighs> but before we get started, I wanted to say a couple of thanks to people. First, I wanted to say thank you to Matthew Modine. We sent our Pop Funko Dr. Brenner to him. Is that, am I saying it right? Yeah, Pop Funko. And he uh, signed it and he sent it back to us and it was amazing. It's super cool he to have. It all over like every possible area he could sign yeah it was really funny he signed the card that i wrote to him but he sent it back but he signed it saying thank you letting us know that he read it he signed the top of the box the side of the box he sent us a little like what was the playing card that said matthew modine from a movie he was in he sent us that and he signed it and that was really nice i was like that's a lot of dedication but that was really cool to get in the mail he posted a picture saying you know sending another batch out and i saw uh, it said ash in the middle and i was like is that is that ours no there's no way that's ours and it was totally ours it was really neat to get it in the mail so thank you for that if you ever super cool yeah, he's, he's a nice guy. Like, I think he's been doing it since, you know, he's been in the biz forever. So he gets it. I also want to do a shout out to a couple of listeners who messaged me on Instagram and different social media outlets telling us that they listened to the show and it made us feel really good and we really appreciate it. So we wanted to let you know that we heard you and we thank you. So Vanessa at Egos to My Eleven, a funny introvert, thank you so much. You reached out to us and said that we should reach out to David Harbour, that he was kind of like a lone rebel and he would, he's known for doing interviews with people that are kind of like off the beaten path, not you know, known entities. And so we posted something on our Instagram page with a picture of David. If you see it, go ahead and tag him in it. We're hoping that he sees it. I know that he is in Europe right now for four months shooting Hellboy, but that doesn't mean he can't Skype with us or that doesn't mean that when they shoot season three, maybe maybe he won't reach out to us. So that's on our Instagram page at the Upside Down Podcast. Uh, There's just a picture of David Harbour. If you just want to put at David Harbour, hopefully he'll see it and he'll, he'll talk to us. The funny introvert said that David did an interview with a, some local, what did they say? It was like a D&D dungeon master, has a YouTube channel. Oh, that's sick. And he sat down and talked with them. So that would, you know, we would love for him to talk with us. So, yeah. So thank you for that, funny introvert. Also, silly Millie Bobby Brown, thank you for <laughs> reaching out to us. She or he, I'm not sure, because you guys never post pictures of yourselves on your pages. Which, I mean, is good. I guess if you're going to be a, like a Strictly fan page, like, keep it that way. No, we want to know you. We're all friends. Come on. Anyway, silly Millie Bobby Brown made a fandom page and drew it out with all the different fandoms that they're a part of. And they put us on it. And I was like, that's really cool. Also, Kyle Canos. Kyle, I'm so sorry if I'm saying your name wrong. He has been a listener for a really long time, and it's been really amazing because he took down all the notes of everything that we said about where you should visit on the podcast and, or, or I'm oh. sorry, on the sets and how you should act and so forth. And he messaged me like, I don't know, a week ago and had a couple of questions about where Lucas is like, um, oh, Eleven, I love you, L to Mike. And so I told him, I said, oh, you're in the wrong place. You got to go to the back by the track. And then he just posted pictures on his Instagram page. He didn't tag anybody. He didn't tag Stranger Things or anything like that. So you guys might not see it, but it's neat. He actually also, he went to all the regular places that most people go to but when he went to the Hawkins Police Department I guess somebody was cleaning it or something and he actually got to go inside where Sheriff Jim Hoppe's office was I mean there's no there's nothing there's nothing in there like there's Um, no they were in there 
No, but I mean, right now, there's yeah, no set dressing. That's but so cool. Kyle, we've never even done that, so we're jealous of you now. <laughs> so Ash has been in the arcade. Yeah, I went in the arcade that once. It was amazing. Like half a second. I wish I could have taken pictures, but I swore I wouldn't, and I didn't. Okay, so thank you to you, those strangers, and to everybody who supports us. There's a lot of you, and we just really appreciate it so much. There's someone named Izzy Smiles. I don't remember her whole thing, and like Junie June. I know I'm saying that wrong as well, but you guys will know who you are. So thank you so much, and Tori and I are going to go ahead and get started because we essentially have one day to get this out to you before season two starts. <laughs> so here we are. We're going to be reviewing episode eight, The Upside Down. Do you want to start? Do you remember where where the episode I opens? I don't remember where the episode <laughs> opens, but this, this is the one that I watch the most, so I'll definitely, like... So it it opens on, like, a really starry sky, and then it fades down to Hawkins' lab. Oh, yeah. And it's Joyce. Joyce oh, is yeah, inside the in interrogation and, yeah. room. And it's so good, because not only is she wearing my black, favorite black leather, turtleneck yep. and leather jacket, which you guys know I love, but Dr. Brenner comes in, and it's so... They shoot it so well, like, you just, just like, half of his body... And then he comes into view and you see him and he's saying, you know, he's trying to work his magic on her like he did with Mrs. Wheeler. Not going to work. Yeah. And Joyce is like, no, she's not having it. In fact, I wrote it down because I loved it so much. She said, God, what did she say? Oh, I know who you are and I know what you've done. And she's like, go to hell. And I was like, yes, it was so good. But I really love Matthew Modine in that he does like a subtle thing where he's like, he thinks he's smarter than her, and she, the whole time she's but just she crunching her eyes, and she's like, no. Mm-hmm. She's like, I know all your business. And then it goes over to uh, David Harbour, and he's being electrocuted, and he's being leered at by Cat, Agent Connie Frazier. Yeah, like, they've got, like, a little thing. They're trying to make him talk, and they're shocking him on the neck. Trust me. I just watched Would it yesterday. Would be, um, uh... Tasered. Tasered, okay. I mean, it's... No, because I'm thinking, like, okay, sorry, no, keep going. No, he's fine. He's <laughs> I think it's semantics. Like he's being tasered. But okay. it's it's funny because, Tased. you know, all these toys come out for all these characters. And I know you guys know we love Cad. But she's really a prevalent... Like, she's really an important role in the show. She's in a lot yeah. of episodes. I don't know if they if they really want to make, a like, a toy gun for, for her, I guess. I don't so know. So what? They made Dr. Brenner. He's, yeah. like, pure evil. He's the head of pure evil. Yeah. Oh, somebody did some fan art of her. And I tagged her in it without reading the comment or what they said and they wrote crazy grandma bitch and oh I was my like, god and I was like whoa whoa but it was too late because her and her husband had already seen it but they liked the art that's so funny so I made a comment I was like she's me on the show but she's wonderful in real life I was so embarrassed I was like why did they write that but uh, but she loved the art so yeah. you're welcome whoever that was that's so funny but so she's staring at him and David is basically like telling her here's what's gonna happen those kids aren't gonna get hurt and you're, he's basically giving them an ultimatum. Like, he's yeah. telling them how it's going to go down. And she's like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, really? And I just love it so much. I just think it's so good. But then I was like, why isn't she a doll? Why isn't she a toy? Mm-hmm. You only- be, yeah, I want to... Did they make a Pop Funko of her? No. So there was like a... There was a Japanese toy company that made some that kind of looked like the vinyl Pop Funkos. Mm-hmm. And that person, whoever made those, we'll post it on Instagram later. Or you can go to Kat's uh, Instagram and see it. They did a, a mock-up of what their toys would look like. Mm-hmm. And someone did one of her. And That's it was cool. really cool. But they, they, but they never produced a, them. It was just like a rendering. A of her. I mean, they should also release the Steve Pop Funko to the public, not just for San Diego Comic-Con. Thank you very much. I mean, I'm pretty sure you could find that on eBay or online. You probably can, but, and I want it very badly. I'm sure that's something that's available. I'm sure we can find that at any con Please. coming up. 
besides the point, get, get back to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and this is the one where the kids are in the gym. So the kids are all hanging out of the gym and they open with like 11 and she's got her shoulder on Mike and Mike's kind of like freaking out and Nancy and Jonathan are there. But they don't know that Nancy and Jonathan have left. Nancy and Jonathan were in the gym at the it's end of the last episode. It's just they and they're like, yeah, their car's gone. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's funny because they're sitting in there and they don't realize that everyone has left them and they go look and they're like, where are Nancy and Jonathan? And Dustin goes... They're probably off sucking face somewhere. (laughs) That made me laugh so hard because I was like, wait a minute. She's with Steve, guys. Yeah. And then, you know, Levin says, Demogorgon. Why did they just leave? Why did they? They were like, oh, yeah, it's cool to just leave four 12-year-olds. Like, I think they weren't thinking about it. It's kind of like, it is stupid. I thought about that, too, because Hopper and Joyce leave at the end of the next episode, the last episode. Yeah. And then Jonathan is like, I'm coming with you. And Joyce is like, no, stay here. Right? Yeah. And then they're like, bump that yeah i don't know why they didn't leave the kids i don't know why they didn't just i mean why didn't nancy just go tell mike real quick hey mike we're gonna go do this i don't know maybe they because mike would have been like let me come with you and she would have been like no but also or they could just not do it or maybe they were just like stupid no i don't i think (laughs) i think sometimes when you make decisions like that like you're about to go you know they're worried about hopper and joyce they're like they don't know what they're facing they probably just jumped into action it's like your adrenaline is kicking and you're like well i just gotta go like i think that that's probably what happened and i'm sure when they were driving nancy was like oh dang we probably should have told them where we were going but it's you know it's too late at that point yeah but this is i actually do remember what happens after this this is where they go to the buyer's house and they start setting it up yeah and it's really funny because they're showing like a, a montage i swear that happened in episode seven like, I swear they started setting it up in episode 7 and then everything happened in episode 8, but I, that might just be me being, being crazy. I, I think know. that you just remember that around episode 7 is when you started liking Steve. Yeah. And so you no, probably... No, I didn't like him until the bat twirl, and I was like, ugh, beautiful, love it. No, you liked him when he when he uh, started cleaning the movie sign, when you saw that he started to change. Oh, yeah. And okay. then you were like, oh, I love you, mm-hmm. when he did the bat twirl. I love you. <laughs> no, but I remember this specifically because I was like, oh, this is where Tori's going to talk about Steve. Ugh, <laughs> oh, love him. So they're, they're setting up at the house, and they're doing, like, the Christmas lights. And one of the things I noticed was Jonathan is actually the one who makes Steve's bat. It's funny. It's called Steve's bat, but Jonathan yeah. makes it. Because they, Steve wields it. Well, but they show Jonathan wielding it, like, three or four times. For, like, half a second, he doesn't. Attack no, but there's the like Demogorgon with it. He holds it. No, he doesn't attack the Demogorgon with it, but he does hold it a lot. Like I noticed, he was gonna attack the Demogorgon, but then that's where the Demogorgon like pushes him down, and Nancy starts firing the gun, ugh, and the then ugh. and then Steve picks it up. But I was just that's having, like war flashbacks to that part of the Demogorgon spitting in Jonathan. Ugh. But it was just so in, gross. It was interesting because I was like, I never even, I just did, like Steve's bat. Like, yeah, that's what you always think. And then when I was watching, I even it, have a shirt with him wielding the bat. <laughs> oh, I know. He was holding. I was like, Jonathan holds that bat a lot, but I yeah. never even once associated that bat with him. Yeah. I, I pictured him with the lighter, like when he does the oh, lighter yeah. or whatever, or like the gun. I don't know. I maybe I don't know. Does he do a gun? When does he do the gun? I he think he like loads it, but then Nancy uses it. Nancy shoots the demogorgon like ten times. Ugh, Steve's bad. So then they flash... So basically, they're flashing back between... In this episode, between Hawkins, between the buyer's house, and between the gym. Other Hawkins. <laughs> yeah, and between the gym. Oh, yeah, and the Upside Down. Yeah. Um, other Hawkins. <laughs> other Hawkins. <laughs> other Hawkins. So we go to David Brenner, and he's giving... Or Dr. Brenner, and he's giving... I keep thinking David Harbour. Yeah. So Dr. Brenner is giving Hopper cigarettes, and I notice he gives him a pack of camels, and it was like... <laughs> that's... You know, like full circle. <laughs> it's kind of like when you're doing sodas in a TV show. Not everyone drinks Coke. Some people yeah. drink Coke. Some people drink Pepsi. Some people drink Sprite. But yeah. in Stranger Things, no, everyone smokes camels. <laughs> so basically, this part, 
Dr. Brenner and Hopper come to an agreement and all Dr. Brenner wants is Eleven and all Hopper wants is to find Will. And so he says something like, you know, tell me where the girl is. And Hopper is like, I'll tell you where your science experiment is if you tell me where Will is or something like yeah. that. And so they they come to an agreement and it shows like Dr. Brenner and Kat walking. I hate how they just give up hurt that little girl right so it goes i know what you're saying and i'm gonna get to it right now so it goes to a shot of dr brenner and cat and they're all loading up and cat says agent connie frazier this is a terrible idea or do you think this is a good idea or what if they find will something like that and dr brenner goes they won't and they all like load up in their car all these people and they head off to hawkins to get 11 and then it shows hopper and joyce joyce i always want to say winona and then i want to <laughs> say will nona Will Nona. Will <laughs> Hashtag Will Nona. I see, you know, they, they get into their suits and they're going. And that is something that Tori is referring to that bothered me as well. I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, why is Hopper just giving up Eleven? Because he actually does tell them, he tells Dr. Brenner where Eleven is because they all show up at Hawkins Middle. And it's like if they think they did all this bad stuff to Will and that they let stuff happen to Barb, like it's like totally chill for right. them to just be like, yeah, Eleven's at the school, go like make your, do your experiments on her, but not all, that little 11-year-old girl. Like, right, what? but not only that, but like Hopper has a connection with Eleven in the previous episode, yes. The Bathtub. And also um, his daughter died and I feel like he'd have like an even deeper connection with her because she like I don't know so here's where it all comes back to Dustin being a genius and knowing everything Dustin keeps referring to Lando Calrissian who Lando Uh who's in the Star Wars movies and it's played by Billy Dee Williams and essentially his character is someone who is like he betrays them but then he comes back around and so I didn't notice it I wrote in my notes while I was watching the episode I was like how could Hopper do this like why would he do that he's such a good person I mean he's not but he is Yeah. but he doesn't seem like someone who would like sell out one child for another child and then when they all arrive like Dr. Brenner's team arrives to get 11 and the kids at Hawkins Middle Mike or someone goes how did they find us and Dustin goes Lando and I was like oh it's Hopper he's bad he sells him out but then in the end he's good yeah it was a strange it didn't it didn't make sense to me for Hopper it didn't make sense to me for Hopper's character because even though he's like I mean I guess since he was like um you're either get Will and I get the girl or neither of us get what we want it would have made no sense it makes it still makes no sense to me because even though Hopper is a flawed character he does not seem like someone who would sell out one child for another child maybe he just knows how much strength he has and like she got away from him once like what's to say that she can't do it again i don't know i think it was just a i think it was just they really wanted dustin to have that lando connection or something and it would have made sense had hopper not been around 11 in the bathtub episode but he saw what they did to her he connected and saw what she could do so it it doesn't it didn't make sense because he could have he could have given any location like there's no like they could have all rushed off to some fake location and do you know what i mean they would have never known yeah but then they would take will back they'd be like they'd no, but didn't you see Hopper and Joyce were already entering the Upside Down as they were getting in the cars to leave. So, yeah, but it's not like they go to a location, 11th not there. They're just going to be like, yeah, cool, whatever. They're going to go and be like, where is she? And they're right, like, but they're not, they're in a, so if they drive to the school to go get her or, or a fake location and she's not there, they have to drive back. So Hopper and Joyce are already in the well, Upside Down. Are they going to go back to their home where they can find them? Hopper could have said, 
this is a fake location, right? And mm-hmm. he would have picked somewhere that's a long drive because yeah. it's the 80s, so they don't have like a ton of technology. They were already going into the Upside Down in the labs at the same time, parallel to Dr. Brenner's team getting in their cars outside the lab. Yeah. So as they're driving to go to Hawkins Middle School, Joyce and Hopper are already deep in the Upside Down. But that has nothing to do with anything. I'm saying after they get Will... No, wait, but listen. But listen, I know what you're saying, but we're making two different points. Okay. So I'm saying they get Will at the same time as as Dr. Brenner's team realizes, oh no, they tricked us, and they come out... They would have enough time to go somewhere and to hide and to do something. Yeah, but they're always going to find them. It's Hawkins. Not necessarily. I mean, not if they have 11, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I'm just, I mean, I'm I just know. saying, like, it doesn't make, it's it's a, it's a plot hole. Like, it doesn't, it's not 100%. Like, they should have said, you know, hey, we're going to tell you that they're coming and be ready. Or they gave them a fake location. Yeah, but then that wouldn't let Eleven die at the end of the episode. No, I know. Oh, so, spoiler. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I really was like, oh, And then I was like, wait, uh, season two comes out in two days. I mean, I'm just, I know we're overthinking it, but it just, it felt, it felt like wrong yeah. watching Hopper do that. It was like, that's not his character at all. He would not do that mm-hmm. because he loves his daughter and he, like, it just didn't, it didn't gel. Like, it's something about it didn't gel. Yeah, that's kind of how um, you and I felt about um, the thing of the, the gas station where Steve just randomly changes and how he feels about Nancy and Jonathan. Yeah, I mean, I think for that scene, though, we could, we kind of came to the conclusion that you can... Yeah. They don't have to show us. Like, Steve might have had a conversation with someone or he might have been thinking about something or looking at a picture and realized. Yeah. But with the hopper, it's like, well, you don't go, hey, this kid's worth more than this kid. Like, it just... That, it, there's just, it just a disconnect. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I mean, you know, I still love the show. It's still the greatest show on earth, guys. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that was like a, a slight disconnect. So anyway, what happens after that? Steve. Steve happens. Yes, you're right. Ugh. So, it so good. goes from Joyce and Hopper. They're putting on their, their suits. They're walking into the Upside Down. And it goes back to And then it Steve goes back to or... Steve and Nancy. Well, it goes back to Jonathan and Nancy. Yeah, that's what I meant. And they're... Oh, here's something else. Steve's that, always on my mind. I'm here's, sorry. Here's, I don't know if we're jumping around because um, I'm not looking at my notes. I'm not looking at my notes. But there's a part where Jonathan and Nancy, they have just prepped the whole house, right? They did their little mo- montage. They've set up the bear traps and everything that they're going to do. And then they're standing there. Okay, so I know that they need blood to attract the Demogorgon, right? You have to have blood. Yeah. And so they both agree to cut their hands. Ouch! But Earth. here's the question. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to fight a monster, don't you need your, your hand, hand strength yeah. to be able you to, like... Like, a part of the leg or, like, yes! a foot. That was... A, hun- a kneecap. Like, I don't They know. both cut their hand. And I'm like, but wait, you're going to have to hold a bat or a whatever. Like, do you really want all that wow. blood drain yeah. from your hand in an open wound? I was like, you could have cut your calf. You could have cut... Why did they both have to cut their hands also? I don't understand that. I think that was just, a, like, a unification. Like, we're in this together. I get yeah. that. But it's like, you don't cut your hand. If you got to go run a marathon, you're not like, let's cut our foot. Yeah. Like, it, it literally like made, I was just sitting there and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I don't get that either. And it's funny because I didn't notice it the first time. But then when I was watching, I really enjoyed this scene again. I've watched the season, like I've watched season one a lot, but I rarely watch seven and eight for some reason. That's funny because you usually watch the first couple of episodes. I usually watch six, seven, and eight because of Steve. <laughs> because of my man. Okay, so that was yeah, something. that's super weird. I love this scene because I noticed this time that they do like a lot of, I mean, I guess it's hectic, it's flashing. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to have an epileptic yeah. seizure watching this on my yeah. phone. I was watching it small. That was, yeah, I don't get that. That was something that I noticed. I was like, there's a lot of swinging and hitting. And yeah. 
speaking of that, I love when um when Steve to the Well, door. let's get to Steve. Yeah. Okay, yeah so yeah. let's get to Steve. I guess I should just pass this over. Yeah. To okay, so like I love so Steve he like shows up, he like knocks on the door and they're like scared because they think it's the Demogorgon and then he's like, open up oh, guys, and Nancy's, me. Nancy's like tickling Jonathan's ah! wound. Don't even talk about that. That makes me want to throw up. Stop it. <laughs> they look like brother and sister. Okay, I can't. <laughs> well, that's um, a problem because in real life they are together. <laughs> yikes. No, but he comes to the door and they're like, open up, it's me, Jonathan. I just want to talk, buddy. And then Nancy opens the door and he's like, uh, why are you at the buyer's house? Like what's going on? And she has her hand on the door. He's like, did he do that to you? I well, love first, that part. Well, first, First, he's really cool about it because Nancy opens the door and he's not even like aggressive. He's like, oh, hey, Nance, listen, I made a mistake. I'm like, he's not like, oh, why are you at Jonathan's house? He's just like, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Did he do that to you? And then he sees the hand and says, did he do that to you? And she's like, you got to go. And then Steve pushes open because they only have it locked by like that little. Which I don't even, why would you even lock that? Like, what's the point of even having that locked? You're like, the Demogorgon's never going to get in with this little chain lock. Little do they know, apparently he has mind powers also. (laughs) And then. Ugh, that's still, back to episode one, that still bothers me that he, because you pointed that out to me, and I was like, that's so annoying, because he could have just, like, crawled through the door, like how he does with everything else. Yeah, he's got to smash. Why sma- did he have to use his mind power? Yeah, he's got to smash those walls. Maybe that's supposed to be, like, a, like some weird thing to Eleven, because Eleven can do that. Oh, yeah. Well, it definitely, it definitely is, because I noticed in the last scene when Eleven's like, oh, we'll get to that when she's screaming. Mm-hmm. He's got the parallel handout yeah, doing the same me. fingers as her. And I was like, oh, no, she yeah. is the Demogorgon. But, um, but yeah, so. Yeah, so, so Steve, Steve busts in and he's trying to talk to them. And then he sees like, like what? what? He sees, the, you know, he's never seen. He has never seen the buyer shenanigans. So he yeah. sees like the lights and he sees the bear traps and the flames. And he's like, what is happening? And then Nancy's arguing with him and Jonathan's like, and then the Nazi. Nazi <laughs> and yeah the lights start going and so they start spinning I love when the Demogorgon comes in and Steve's like what the what yeah. and he starts freaking out it's so funny I love, uh, I, I rewinded it because I was like that's really that may, that's, that's so one of my favorite <laughs> it's so funny and then they go into the room and they're all just like chilling um I don't oh, know. wait, doesn't he... What happens after that? I don't remember. So, okay, so they go into the room, they're chilling, they think that the Demogorgon's gonna come in, nothing happens, so they walk out, and I think, I can't remember, I think Nancy's like, you need to leave or something, and so he runs out, and he has, he like has his oh, keys, yeah. and he drops his keys. She she basically is like, you've gotta go, yeah. and so and then he she leaves. she looks at the house, and the lights start going off. I think that's when you were like, Steve, because he's like, no, I'm not leaving Is that Nancy. when the, no, wait, that's when the, um, I don't know. I was thinking that's when the part when the Demogorgon and, with spitting in his mouth. Well, there's a, there's a, there's a brief or moment where they. start shooting at it and the gun runs out of ammo. Right. So what happens is, is there's a brief moment after the first, like, fight with the Demogorgon where there's a pause and Nancy is like, Steve, you got to get out of here. Get out. And she holds a gun to his face. You remember? Yeah, yeah, She goes, Steve, get out. And he goes, wait, what? What's going on? She goes, you have five seconds to get out of here. He's like, okay, is this a joke? Stop. Not put the gun down. She's like, I'm doing this for you. Yeah, and after that, so after they have that first fight, she convinces him to leave. He goes in the car, and then it comes back when they're back in the fight scene to the Demogorgon comes in and he gets like I guess he knocks Jonathan over and he's dripping all over Jonathan and Nancy just starts firing a gun at him. Yeah. And then something happens where he like knocks the gun out and then that's when it's flat that's when it's going crazy and sporadic doing the like flashes and you just see steve come in and he's just like wielding the bat 
like taking him down. Yeah. And that's when they all like run and they're like, okay, we, that's when he gets trapped. That's when he traps him in the bear trap and Jonathan like lights the flame and then he catches on fire or whatever. And can I tell you something? So Tori and I are vegan. Don't judge us. When the Demogorgon was like crying when he got his leg caught in the bear trap, I was like, no, okay, so I was poor little guy. Okay, so, uh, sorry, I'm watching the scene on my phone uh, as Ashley's talking. So, um, they're like fighting the Demogorgon, whatever. The Demogorgon comes out and it does the thing where it spits in Jonathan's face and Nancy starts shooting it. And she runs out of ammo, and so Steve runs back in, grabs the bat, does his bat twirl, hits the Demogorgon, Demogorgon gets caught in the bear trap. Yeah. And then Jonathan sets him on fire, and then yes. the Demogorgon goes, oh, and then like I was that. like, poor little buddy. <laughs> I yeah, like I didn't like that. that either. It upset me. I mean, I know he's like a demonic creature who's trying to eat them, but come on, guys. Yeah. His feelings, too. <laughs> I like how they're covering their faces. Like, it makes sense that they're covering their faces because of the fire, but they're not covering their faces enough. Like, Nancy's, like, barely closing her eyes, but, like, if there was that much fire, like, they'll, like, burn your eyeballs out. Oh, such a good scene. Well, after that scene, it goes back to the kids, and it's oh, where... Oh, and then... Oh, uh, sorry. Joyce and Hopper hear them, and the ups- hears the Demogorgon of the Upside Down crying. What? What was that? What was that? Well, I don't know if they... they find Will. I didn't... Did they hear him crying? I don't remember. Yeah, I just... I, I literally just watched it. Okay, I believe you. I don't know. <laughs> I just remember they're walking on the blood stains on the Upside Down. They show the blood stains, and then it shows the blood stains, and then Jonathan goes mom and she's yeah. like jonathan and then hopper's like woman we gotta go yeah and it goes back to the kids at the school and it's when dustin is like i'm gonna go get the pudding yeah. lunch lady whatever hoards it eleven needs sustenance yeah because <laughs> yeah, uh, chocolate pudding is sustenance <laughs> that was a lot of chocolate pudding yeah i'm kind of bummed that they don't make those cantons anymore snack packs makes chocolate pudding they but they just to? Is yeah, like they used real? to. Yeah, because like in the eighties, there was a there was like a thing where a lot of stuff was made with like aluminum and aluminum cans. But I guess it's like bad for you. Yeah, and yeah. I I think someone linked it with Alzheimer's. That could totally be wrong. I'm not sure, but there was a, there was something. There was a bad health effect and probably bad for the environment. Probably Although like, be, mixing like, from uh, aluminum to plastic, I don't yeah. know. But they're all made like everything took a shift. Kind of like when you used to get a Happy Meal or whatever, a fast food meal, it would be in like a styrofoam container and then there was like millions of styrofoam containers littering the highway so they switched everything to like paper. Yeah. So yeah, I was trying to find some of those because I was like, that'd be cool to just have. We couldn't eat it. But, yeah. But like, it'd like, be... like you'd be able to eat it after <laughs> 25 years. I just thought it would be neat to like have one but yeah. Snack Pack makes them but they're just, it's plastic now so it's yeah. not it's not quite as cool, guys. Not to collect. But yeah, but, so he goes to the the refrigerator. He's looking for all the things. Yeah, so they're finding the pudding, and this is where Mike and Eleven are sitting at the table, and she's, it's funny because she's having to explain to her, like, what chocolate pudding is. Mm-hmm. And he's and like, what a dance is, and why you can't take your sister. Well, yeah, but let's lead up okay. to it. Let's lead up to it. <laughs> That's the best part. It's, like, so cute. So they're sitting there, and I, like, he's telling her, like, about chocolate pudding and what chocolate pudding is. And then he's telling her, you know, you don't need to worry because this is all going to be worked out and you can come home and you can live with me and my mom. She'll cook you dinners. And she's a pretty good cook. Yeah, And she's like, Eggos? And he's like, yeah, but I mean, like, real, you know, other stuff, too. (laughs) And then he's like, yeah, and she'll be like your mom and Nancy will be like your sister. And she's like, will you be like my brother? And he's like, no. (laughs) He's like, no. No. He should have thought his analogy through better. (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, you're definitely thinking it through, Mike. And then he starts talking to her about the snowball dance. Ooh, fingers crossed for season two. Snowball. Yeah. Snowball. Everybody knows snowball's happening. Netflix like released it or whatever. No, they like, didn't. No, they did. No. no. Somebody said something came out where it was like the snowball dance is happening and people posted pictures of like a... Uh, no, all that somebody... Nobody posted pictures. What they did was they posted... There was a casting call on the main casting call that said Netflix is having an 80s dance and a famous Netflix show is having an 80s dance what and they need dancers. Right, but dancers could be for anything. It could be for like a football game. Like we've seen a yeah. lot of... We've seen a lot of pictures released of Steve like in track shorts running the track. That oh, could be cheerleaders, beautiful. right? Yeah. Cheerleaders got to do dances like S-T-E-V-E. Okay. No, no. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Those girls better watch their back. Speaking of that, I'm sure you guys watched it, but there was a... Joe Carey was on, what was it, Good Morning America, and yeah. they released a new clip. Of him and Decker. And it was, it made me laugh. It was kind of Steve. like. It was kind of. Leave him alone. It was kind of weird, like, because he's just like, hey, man, I heard you were the cool guy. Then you turned bitch. And I had to watch it like three times to figure out what he was saying. I was like, then he turned snitch? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what is he saying? Yeah. And then, yeah, I didn't like that. I think they're doing that to build sympathy for Steve, because you're like. Man, Steve's trying to be a good guy. I already have sympathy for Steve. No need Netflix. Oh, goodness. No need Duffer Brothers. I oh, love him. my God. <laughs> but it looks good. I feel like there's so much. I don't even. I've seen. I feel like I've been oversaturated with like trailers and behind yes, the scenes pictures. It's too much. I want it to be mysterious. And I feel yeah, like I wanted like all the episodes already. I want it to be a surprise. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of that. When you hear this episode, know that we will be logging out of our Instagram account until we finish. Oh, yeah. Because you which guys are until, which isn't gonna be so fast. You guys are going to be able to finish it Friday night after school since all of you guys are like 10. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. We um, love kids. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying you guys are going to be able to finish it Friday after work and school. And we are going to be in Orlando. So we're going to have all of Friday and all of Saturday where we can't watch it. And Sunday we'll watch it. We'll, we'll get back on Instagram. Yeah. Well, start even reviewing the episodes soon. Well, I noticed even with Soon the tra- time. even with the trailers, like if a, if a new trailer is due out, like I'll wake up at like eight in the morning. I get up pretty early, seven thirty, and I'll look at my thing. And you guys already have like screenshots and the trailers yeah. downloaded. I'm like, what? Yeah. Don't these kids have school? Don't these people? Yeah. What are these people doing? But then I watch it and I'm like, ah, oh, this is good stuff. But yeah, I want to. I'm I'm not gonna go on Instagram at all until I finish it because I just can't have. Like, I'll wake up and I'll log on and it'll be, like, Mike and Eleven dancing and kissing at the snowball dance. Yeah, I'll be like, no! Yeah, I'll be pissed. Oh, it would be so upsetting. But, yeah, I'm so excited. So, anyway, Steve fights the Demogorgon. Yeah, Demogorgon that. cries. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Mike and Eleven. That's so cute. He starts talking to her. So, he was talking to her about the snowball dance. And he's trying to explain to her, like, what the difference is, why, like, she, what's the difference, like, a brother taking you to the snowball dance? Yeah, and why you can't take your sister. Yeah, and he can't, he starts fumbling, and he just looks, and he leans in, and he kisses her, and it's so sweet. And then Dustin's sweet. Like, yeah, and then right when it's happening, that's when Hawkins, I don't know what we want to call him, Dr. Brenner's team, yeah. shows up, and they all, like, start running. And then it goes back to Joyce, and she finds... They pass Barb. Barb is in there, and they're like, see, like, peace. peace, Barb. Like, maybe yeah. you're alive, maybe you're not, but we're, we got we to gotta jet. We got we to gotta dip. We got to go. <laughs> That's always bothered Tori and I, because, like, Will had the same slug in his mouth that Barb has. Like, go back and watch that scene, and when I they see... I don't know. She looks pretty dead, but he looks like he's breathing. I don't know. She looks... 
dead. And also, she's been but in there she, way longer. She oh, wait, no, she, she wasn't, wasn't in there way longer, no. It's just, what? Yeah, I feel like... I'm confused. I, I know they said that Barb's not coming back in season two, because that doesn't mean she's not coming back in season three. Yeah. I guess we'll have to see what season two says. But it initially, when Tori and I watched it, Barb looks like she looks like the same as Will. Like, they both yeah. have the slugs in their mouth. They both are covered in goop. She's a... He's gray with veins. She's gray with veins. Like, you know, you'd obviously go to Will first, because that's Joyce's initial well, reaction. I mean, oh, I but remember, wouldn't you go I back? My argument for this was that... Not for going back. They should have gone back. But, yeah, um, he should have gone that back. Will uh, had been hiding this whole time, and he was contacting them, and nobody could contact Barb. Right. And so they were able to contact... They tried to contact Barb. Eleven was like, Barb dead, or whatever she said. I don't she, remember. She said, Barb, Barb gone. Barb dead. <laughs> but, she uh, said, Barb gone. Barb gone. Uh, but then when she contacted Will, she was able to, right? Yeah, she was able to contact Will. Yeah, so I think that was their idea. still... They were kind of just trying to rush Will out as fast as possible, and they probably were just like, peace, Barb. Well, I hope in season two they show that they got Barb out, because you just wouldn't... Barb is a kid, you wouldn't just leave her. I think they're going to kill Shannon Purser off of Riverdale, and I feel like that's mean. Don't kill her off two shows. Okay, so back... (laughs) So back to Stranger Things. So anyway, they get Will, and at the same time, like, it's kind of like a synonymous, another parallel going back and forth between them, like, trying to find Will and pull the slugs out of his mouth. Gross by the way mm-hmm. and like Hopper doing the CPR and thinking about his daughter which is weird because when they show his daughter she's like having an asthmatic attack or so you think but she totally reminded me of Will in the season 2 trailer when he's at the arcade and he's, and he's yeah. freaking out and he's looking around and I was like oh man I wonder like I don't know I I think that the season 2 David Harbour thing with the daughter is just going to be like a role model to 11 yeah. but his daughter. There's a connection. I if just you, don't understand what it could be. But watch that scene again with with his with Chief Hopper's daughter. She doesn't look like she's, she's the just. Thing? Yeah. yeah, she doesn't look like she's just having an asthmatic attack because those people generally. I mean, I don't know, but in movies they generally just stand there. They put their hand on their chest and they breathe in and out. She's like walking around, moving and looking left to right, and her eyes are bulging. I mean, doesn't she like a brain tumor or something? At yeah. that moment, she's just having an asthmatic attack. Like, it's not... When did they say it was an asthma attack? It's just she can't breathe. So it wouldn't... You wouldn't be, like, your eyes wouldn't be bugging out and looking left yeah. and right and running Moving around. Yeah. You, I mean, you've seen people have asthma. They just, like, they stop. They put their hand over their chest. They're trying to breathe. They're trying to get air. Yeah. They're not trying to run and look around. Yeah, well, she's also a kid and doesn't know what's happening. I, I don't know. But also, you don't know if it, it's her not being able to breathe because isn't it... Isn't there, is there sound? I can't remember. Yeah, she can't breathe. Like, and there, and there, the mother's like, she's playing, she's running, and then all of a sudden she's having trouble breathing. So the what mother's like, it was trouble breathing. It could be like her head is really hurting her. Or she's like, she's going like this. <gasps> um, that's what I think. I could be totally wrong, and Tori could be totally right. Different interpretations. I just that's what it reminded me of. It, re- yeah. it reminded me. No, no, no. Me it of, reminds me of that too. It was a little bit. Like, they could make a connection. Like, maybe this kid had seen something different. Yeah. Like, maybe it'll be, like, a Freddy Krueger scenario where, yeah. like, the Demogorgon connects with children or yeah. something. Dr. Brown's team gets there. Yeah, so they're Dustin all... Dustin has to pick... No, no, no. She does the thing no, it's where the hallway. The Demogorgon busts... They're, they're all running through the hallway, and he says, stop, and then she, you know, falls down. Makes their eyes bleed. Yeah, she makes cat rocks in. Cat's gonna shoot her. She makes their eyes bleed. They all collapse to the ground, and then Dr. Brenner says, stop. She falls down, and then he goes, I'm gonna... Well, he grabs her first, and he goes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix you, and she looks at him, and she's like, bad, bad, and then she goes, and then she goes, Mike, Mike, and then Dr. Brenner looks at Mike, and then Mike goes, blood, and then you start seeing the Demogorgon, like, crash. Yeah, and he starts, he rips through the, uh, the paw on the wall. Yeah. Um, and then the Demogorgon comes in, and you just see him running through. And he 
attack something. Finger quotes, you can't see. We don't know what happens to Dr. Brenner. I feel like he's in season two, but I don't know. Oh, he's definitely in season two because he wouldn't have been at every single premiere. And I, I, he has a he has an appearance. Even Barb was at a bajillion premieres. Yeah, but I don't think it's the same thing. Like, yeah. he, Matthew Modine is included in everything. And Matthew Modine is doing like a countdown to the episodes. And when you're like, are you in it? He's like, you'll have to see. Yeah. I think he's definitely in it. I don't think he's, there's no way he's at dead. At least in flashbacks. Yeah, there's no way he's dead. Like maybe at the end, it'll go, one of the scientists will be like, I, I have to go see someone. And it'll be Dr. Brenner in a chair or something. Yeah. Who knows? But I remember that Kat was saying during this scene that all the actors, like her and the agents, were laying on the ground and they dumped syrup all over them. And she said we, they were just laying in like a big sticky goop. And she didn't think they showed it. But in this episode, I was like, oh, you can see it. You can see her laying in the goop. Yeah. The Demogorgon runs after them. They all like run into the Dustin room. Dustin picks up 11. Yeah, Dustin like picks weak. up 11. Yeah, and he runs with her. They're talking, whatever. And then the Demogorgon leaps on Dr. Brenner and yeah. they cut away really quick. You don't know what happens. If the Demogorgon had Dr. Brenner, if he ate him, he wouldn't, he'd be full. He wouldn't need to come chasing everybody else. You know yeah. what I mean? That's a full man. And I he mean, just ate no, like well, four dead agents to, in the I hallway. I think he's just trying to get 11. Oh, yeah. Like, the, I feel like that's his end goal is like get 11. That's true. That makes sense. With random meals in between. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then they go into the classroom and there's the scene where the kids are fighting. And Luke's like, we'll go to school. Oh, I love when Lucas does the wrist rocket. And yeah. they do the wrist rocket in slow motion. Oh my God, that makes me so mad. Just because, like, they're so smart. Did they really think that was going to work? Yeah, they're kids. Oh, I love when he does the last one and they do the slow motion one and it hits him and they and he goes back and they really <laughs> think that he did it, but it's 11 and she gets up. That scene is so good. And then she slowly walks forward. She slams and the, Mike back. Yeah. Oof. But she looks back at him. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, wait. And she's like, zoosh. And he yeah. goes flying. And then she looks back at him and she just says, bye, Mike. Mike. I mean, she didn't say bye to Dustin. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, she doesn't care. They're friends. Come Did on. They kiss? No. She should have said goodbye. But, um, friends. <laughs> and Mike. And then she does the screaming thing. <laughs> and the Demogorgon's fingers mimic her fingers, like, almost exactly. Yeah. And, and then I- they explode. I remember I was, I was talking to my friend's mom about this episode. And she was like, how come if Barb is dead, Barb, Barb uh, can't come back, but Eleven, like, B- bursted into a million pieces, but she can go back and see two. She's like, bring Barb back. <laughs> I think because I don't know. Like they'll tell us. I feel us. like if they can, if they can have a demo maybe exist. If they can have Eleven come back from the dead, Barb should be able to come back from the dead. But we don't know if we don't know if Eleven is dead, right? Yeah. Maybe she just has a way to. Like, she's a conductor to the Upside yeah. Down, so... Well, I mean, if the Demogorgon can exist, I feel like bringing people back to life should be able to also exist in this Upside Down, weird, strange... Right, but Barb is Barb world. is like a Marilyn Monroe or an Elvis. There's someone who outlived their time because they died young. Yeah. Barb wouldn't have the same impact. Had Elvis and Marilyn Monroe lived their life fully, who knows if they would be remembered as yeah. well. It's because they did something and they died young and people remember that and they immortalize them. And that's like Barb. She did something, she was... You just hear Ashley, she said she wanted Barb to die. No. I don't want Barb to die, <laughs> but I don't think she's important to the story anymore. Yeah. Like, I think she's important as far as, like, I want to know what happened to her, and I want to know what her parents do, and I want to know how Nancy reacts to it. Yeah. And I want to make sure that someone freaking brought her back from the Upside Down yeah. and that they didn't leave her in there. Yeah. But as far as, like, continuing Barb's story, I don't need any more. Like, yeah. I, I liked Barb. She's I liked what she brought. Yeah. Uh, I think, because there's no, think about a scenario in which they could bring her back. There's not really a scenario in which they bring her back, and then she, like, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Like, Barb's back, like, oh, yay. It's like, that doesn't, I mean, I like the show and I love Barb. Obviously, she's the best. I got like a million Barb shirts and pins. Yeah. And Shannon Purser is our favorite. But for the show, it just, yeah. she's like 
immortal. She's done something and she's going to propel these people to like she propelled Nancy to be better. Right. Nancy mm-hmm. was being kind of terrible. And then this happened to Barb and it transformed her into like this warrior. Or as Dustin says, your sister's kind of a badass now. Yeah. So Eleven the- does the bursting thing. Mike is like, Eleven, Eleven. He's looking for her. And Kate. Oh, my God. This is one of my favorite things. Uh, d- uh, not- okay. I know what you're going to say. What's his name? Lucas. Lucas. Lucas is crying in the background. Yeah. So sweet. And at the same time, it's such like a like a turn because at the beginning he like hated her and now he's like crying because she he knows that she's gone. But Mike, he also might be crying just because he like feels bad for Mike because like Mike's like eleven, eleven looking for her, but he's not gonna find and her. And also because they're kids and they're stressed because everybody around them's getting murdered. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like twelve. I could not deal with that when I was twelve. Mm-mm, no. <laughs> you can deal with that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> so at the same time, they're showing David Harbour. He's like beating Will's chest and he's like, breathe. And then Will breathes. Yeah. Then they switch to... What do they go to after that? Then after that, um, Mike like runs outside and his mom is there and all the cops and stuff are there. Oh, that's right. And his mom hugs him. Yeah. And this is what like season two starts on, I'm pretty sure, which... Makes yeah. no sense. Yeah, because he doesn't look the same. He looks like a totally different person. One hour makes him look two years older, but whatever. Yeah, I noticed that he was wearing the same shirt, and I thought, oh, well, that would make sense, because I've yeah. got the same shirts from, like, ten years ago, like, yeah. whatever. But then, when it's, like... We're talking the, about the night of... Yeah, I'm like, I was what? like, wait, he looks legit... Yeah. Like three year years old, older, yeah. um, <laughs> but I like the tra- I like that trailer. Somebody did leak it, the one where he's like, I don't know where she is, and even if I did, I would never tell you. I would yeah. never tell you. I'm like, oh, so cute. Everyone said if you went on Netflix and watched, um, like, and you looked at the thing, there was like some weird like behind the scenes trailer thing, and I looked and it wasn't there. But that's besides the point. I mean, Netflix has a special virtual reality. Like, if you have a daydream, like we do, but well, when we do it. Um, because I don't have the controller. I lost it. I don't know where the controller is. It I will work. find a controller, and then maybe we can post parts of it. You can't. All it is is it's uh, really dark, and all it is is, like, a, you spin around inside the buyer's living room, but it just shows you in giant red letters, like, the countdown clock. You can go to the website, and you can see it. You just have to type in Stranger Things 2 Season Countdown and just look for the one that's affiliated VR, with Netflix. Yeah. Um, but I looked at it and it was, I mean, you can still do it. You can kind of like turn it around like on a web page, which is kind of neat. But yeah, so then after that, they're like reunited him and his mom. And then they're all playing D&D. Well, they go no, to the hospital. And, no, and then, yeah. And then they go to, they show everybody's at the hospital chilling with Will. Oh yeah, that. But then also they show Hopper get out of the car, the Hawkins car, or get into a car. It's one of those. He either gets out or into a car. I think he gets into he gets, a car. He gets into a car. He's like, That's after he gets out of the hospital, right? Yeah, he, when he's leaving the hospitals. Yeah. So first they're in the hospital and everybody's there, which is so funny because Ted is like always sleeping. Yeah. He's like sleeping at the end of the episode he's when they're like, Christmas. He's sleeping in the hospital. So they're sleeping. They all run in. They talk about Eleven, which is really sweet. Yeah. Nancy's looking and then she goes back. She realizes like she shouldn't be there in the moment. And then Josh and then talks to Will... And he really makes like, him a new mixtape. Uh, that's so lame. Honestly, like, it's cute or whatever, but also, like, your brother, like, came back from the dead, and you're like, can you, like, listen to my new mixtape? Like, <laughs> it's so lame. <laughs> Why don't... I think it's sweet. Like, I it's, mean, yeah, it's sweet, but also, like... It's... it's is that the first thing you're gonna do after your brother's been in some scary upside-down world? I, well, you wanna, you wanna have a... Like a a normal, something, you want to normalize it. You don't want to be like, hey, now that this horrible thing happened to you, we're going to treat you with, like, kid gloves. Like, 
you know, to use a euphemism, but, like... So, um... So he's, like, here's your thing for season, yeah. you know. Here's so Hopper leaves the hospital, gets into the car. Yeah, and then he drives away. Christmas thing. Essentially, it ends. The kids are all playing D&D. The gang's back together, minus 11. No, but then they do the Christmas thing where Will vomits up the slug. No, that's the very Nancy end. Gives- so, basically, it goes back to the kids. They're playing D&D. Will is faced with another situation, like, in the very first episode. Should he do something? Should he not do something? And he makes the right decision. Yeah. Then Jonathan comes down, and Jonathan's like, hey, buddy, we gotta go. Then he goes upstairs and they're all like, oh, because you remember Lucas starts going, you farted or like whatever he yeah. says. And then Mike looks back and at the tent and sees Eleven isn't there. Jonathan and Will, they like head upstairs. They are talking to Miss Wheeler. And then Nancy comes down the stairs and she's like, hey, Jonathan, I got you something. He's like, yeah. oh, I didn't get you a present. And she's like, it's not really a nah, just open it. She gives him a kiss on the cheek. Come on, Nancy. Come on. Don't don't break the poor boy's heart. Yeah. And then they get in the car and then Will's like, can I open your present? And they open it and they see that it's the camera. And he's like, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. And then Steve's like, do you give him the camera or do you give him the present? Steve is sitting there in like, a, like uh, the ugliest yes. Christmas so sweater cute. I have ever seen. Doesn't matter. He's beautiful. But he's a, I don't think that was something. I don't think that's something he would wear. Yeah, I don't think they thought that out, <laughs> but it's fine. But then they go back. And to, there's Ted. Ted's yeah. sleeping <laughs> as usual. But then they go back to the Christmas then they're eating or whatever they're gonna yeah then essentially presents, and then will vomits at the slug yeah and, and then, then hopper does himself in the forest where he leaves the egos right and that's it that's essentially the yep, end that's it <laughs> just trying to talk about it without like screen gap yeah. everybody who listens to this they know they yeah. know the only thing i think is what, what maybe maybe if season two opens on mike you know supposedly on the same night <laughs> maybe they'll go back to Hopper when he's picked up by the people in the car outside of the hospital and hear the conversation because they must tell him something so that he knows where Eleven is, so that he knows to leave those for Eleven. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because he doesn't know anything. Like, how would he know where Eleven was? Something, yeah. there was some kind of conversation that happened in that time. So that might be kind of interesting to, like, hear that conversation. But, yeah, it is pretty funny that, like, it's supposed to be the same night because the kids just look so different. Yeah. But I'm still excited. I'm super excited to see it. I'm even more excited to see it now that Cynthia's confirmed that Barb's mom, Mrs. Holland, is back. Um, Did you notice that the movie Gremlins came out in 1984? Oh. Oh, cool. And there was a screenshot. So, you know, in the new season, they have all those mini TV shots. And it's basically, you can see that the lab or whoever is watching everyone. And there's a still of... Dustin and he's feeding something and I was like because you know new monster thing no but what I'm saying is it's like the whole gremlins thing like you can't feed them you can't feed them after midnight oh, or they turn from the mogwai into the gremlins I was like what if Dustin had a freaking gremlin how cool that would be like so funny that's what I said a mogwai and after he eats the food after midnight oh, he becomes a gremlin okay that's but I thought that would be cool because it came out in 1984 so I was like that would be, be cool. cool especially if he was like I gotta tell somebody about this I gotta write a movie about it <laughs> So that's it. Do you have anything? I love Steve. Steve's Redemption, episode eight. So excited for season two. So excited for... I'm excited for Eleven. I'm kind of curious to know what her path is. Just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know from the trailer what it's going to be. Like, I don't understand what it's going to be. I don't understand. We'll find out in, for us, for you guys, two days. For us, like... Well, two days for us because we'll know we'll watch three episodes and then we'll yeah. have to wait um 
Oh, so here's a cool thing. If any of you do, like, a couple people tagged me in, um, like, videos of themselves singing songs about Stranger Things or artwork for Stranger Things or, like, anything audio, more audio. If you want to send us any performance art pieces or songs or anything like that, don't um, tag me in them because I don't have a way to download your files. But if you have something like that and you want us to play it on the podcast, just go ahead and send me an email to theupsidedownpod at gmail.com and I will play it. You can also record questions for the podcast if you want to actually hear your voice on our podcast asking a question versus us asking your question and totally killing your username. Just record it and email me the file and I will put your question on the podcast. But thanks for listening. Thanks for all your support. Over the past two days, we've gotten almost 200 extra followers. I'm not sure why, but we are very appreciative of that. And we thank you so much for listening, Tori. Papa. Thanks for listening to the Upside Down Podcast hosted by Ash and Tori. For more information, visit our website at theupsidedownpod.com. You can also contact us at theupsidedownpod at gmail.com, as well as follow us on our Facebook and Instagram under the Upside Down Podcast. Episodes are released every Monday, so be sure to subscribe to us. We're available on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and Pocket Casts.